Good morning, Help Club for Moms. This is Deb, and I've been outside. I have a, a little time with the Lord I've been having this morning, and I just wanted to uh, share a little message with you guys. But before I do, I want to show you my little friend. I don't know if you can see him, but where is he? Let me see if you can see him on my phone. Let me zoom in over here. Let me see if I can get him. I hope I can get him. Hold on. I'm not very good at this. I don't know if you can see that little bee dot over there on the side of my wall. And it doesn't do him. Oh, maybe I'll switch my camera around. Hold on. Let me try it again. Let me switch it around. Okay. Let me get, <laughs> this is too small. Okay. Hello. Oh no. Okay. All right. Here, let me get him right here. So we have an owl out here. I can't zoom in. I wish I could. It's hard to see him, but there's a big great horned owl. He's like three feet tall. I can't believe you can't see him, but I don't want to go over there because I don't want to, um, I don't want to disturb him because I like him when he's out here. But I've been having some time with the Lord this morning and I just wanted to share something with you guys as your kids are going back to school. And I'm probably going to talk to you about this more, but I've been thinking about the fact that it's so easy for children to fall into sin. It's so easy for teenagers to fall into sin and they don't mean it. And they get, especially with today's uh, world, today's generation, it's so easy for kids to fall into sin. And I really want to encourage you guys to pray for your children uh, ahead of time. Pray ahead of time. Pray for your children as, they're, as you're thinking about going into school this year. Pray for your children as... Um, as they're on the way to school or before they get on the school bus, take some time and pray for your children that they would have good friends, that they would make good decisions, that God's presence would go with them, that the angels of God would go with them. But guys, we really, really need to be praying for our children to be protected. And I was thinking about this scripture this morning, and it's when Jesus was off uh, praying. <laughs> look at my hair. I look like a mess. It was when Jesus was off praying and uh, he came back and he found his disciples sleeping. And guys, when Jesus was in the garden, he knew what he was going to have to do to go to the cross. And he knew what it was going to cost him. And he was sweating blood, you guys. That's how stressed out Jesus was. And he needed his friends to keep watch and to pray. But do you know what he told them? It's Matthew uh, 26, um, starting in verse 41. Well, I'll start in 40 and it says, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. And then he said, watch and pray that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And guys, your children are willing to walk with God. They are willing to follow God, but their flesh is weak. They live in a broken world. But guys, guess what? God knows how to teach you how to parent your kids in this broken generation. And even if they have a whole classroom of children that are... Uh, confused about things, you know, their gender or such, they can still stand strong for Christ because you have the power of the living God inside of you. And mama, your prayers matter. And I just want to encourage you to pray over your children as they go to school. I want to encourage you to, uh, to know that your children 
It's so easy to fall into sin, but your prayers will keep them out of sin. I had, I fell into sin like crazy as a teenager and in my early twenties, things came upon me. I had no idea where they came from. And you guys, I didn't even live in the world that kids live in right now, but I had no Christians praying for me. I had a grandma that prayed for me, but I'm telling you moms, your prayers move heaven. They achieve unusual results. So pray for your children and just know that they are just children. Do what you can to seek out godly friendships. I don't care if you have to drive 30 minutes to go get a godly friend, to pick up that godly friend and spend time with your child. It is worth it to invest in those godly friendships because they need godly friends. They need godly environment and they need you in their life, praying for them, reading scripture to them. Guys, now is not the time to be passive as parents. You cannot afford to be passive. I'm sorry, I'm preaching today. You cannot afford to be a passive mom. You cannot afford not to stand strong on the word of God. Guys, we have got to be standing strong on what the Bible says is right and what the Bible says is wrong. We can't be influenced by our culture. We can't be influenced by the world. Guys, we have got to be standing strong because if you don't stand strong, guess what? Your kids are not gonna stand strong. You have generous at stake if you do not stand strong for the word of God and what the word of God says is right and what the word of God says is wrong, what the word of God calls sin. We cannot be confused by our culture and what the, it is a spirit of confusion that is even trying to, to confuse Christians. It's trying to confuse Christians as to what the word of God really says. You guys, the word of God says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. Every single one of us, every one of us needs to know the love of Christ. Whether a person has a sin, sex with a boy or a girl, same sex or opposite sex, it's still sex and it's wrong. It is outside of marriage and we cannot be lazy Christians that do not stand up for biblical values in our homes. And guys, we have got to be strong. And if you're not strong, I'm telling you right now, guys, if you're not strong in your home for God and by praying and loving those people that God brings across your path, whatever, uh, wherever the kids are, loving your children like Jesus, but you still gently, lovingly stand firm. What did Paul say to the Corinthian church, right? The Corinthians were a mess. The Corinthian church, they had idols. They were having sex with prostitutes, male and female. They were having same sex. They were eating food sacrificed to idols, but Paul told them to abstain from the immoral lifestyle. Paul said, do not have anything to do with sexual immorality. And that is what we need to tell our culture. That is what we need to tell our young people. It is no different. This culture is the same. It is absolutely the same as it was back then for the Corinthians. Guys, I'm telling you, we have got to stand strong. And if you do not stand strong right now, your kids will not stand strong. I love you all. And I don't like preaching so strongly. I'm usually very much about love and everything and gentleness. But I'm telling you guys, if you don't stand up for the word of God in your home in a gentle way, in a kind way, in a way that the spirit leads you, you have to be spending time with the Lord yourself. You need to be receiving from God. He will tell you how to raise your kids in this generation, but you have to gently and lovingly stand strong 
but you let your kids talk to you about their questions. My kids had so many questions. My kids were like, why do you have to wait to have sex until you're married? I don't understand what's wrong with getting drunk. You know, all the, the, the things about, you know, same sex attraction. We talked about them all. We talked about everything with love, but I still stood strong on the word of God. And I would love the friends that they had that were not doing the things that they should be doing. But my kids knew the, the strong, the, the strength of living by the word. Guys, it is a completely different lifestyle for a child that's 20 years old, 15 years old, falling into the gay lifestyle than it is when you're 65 years old. I know a dearly loved one that I have in my life. And I used to go to the gay bars with this person because I love them. I wasn't gay, but I would go out and go to gay bars back in the eighties because I love this person and I would be around that lifestyle. It, but I know it's a different lifestyle for these people when they're young and in the gay lifestyle than when they're old. And it's a completely different life because remember guys, the roads that the, the road down to sin is death. And it, there is a narrow road and very few people find it, but the ones that are in the word, the ones that are spending time with God, they will find it and you want to find it. But mama, you have got to be in the word of God. You have got to be spending time with the Lord and you have got to be praying for your kids. Go through your house, anoint your house with oil, anoint your kids' beds with oil. I'm telling you, do it. Do whatever you need to do. If your kids are struggling, you do it. You go and you ask God's presence to be in your home. You go and you pray for the demons to leave your home. If you're having any type of strife in your home, if your kids are confused, whatever is happening, you go through your home and you pray and you invite God's spirit to come into your home. You have a friend come over to pray with you or a pastor. Don't do it around your kids if it's a kid that's struggling. But I used to pray with my hand in the middle of the night on my child's door when they were going through a struggle. And I would pray over that child in the middle of the night when they were teenagers. And I'm telling you guys, we have got to be women of prayer. So that's my little sermon for today. I'm praying for you. I know that God has raised you as a mom for this generation, and he is going to help you to stand strong. He is going to give you every single thing that you need. So Jesus, I pray for my friend. I pray for her family. I pray for her children that they will not fall into sin. I pray, God, that you will protect them from all evil. I pray, Jesus, that her children will walk the straight and narrow path that leads to you, that she will walk the straight and narrow path that leads to you, that her husband will walk the straight and narrow path that leads to you. God, the paths that lead to life, that's the ones that we want. God, we want to walk on the path that leads to life, but we need the word of God. We need to be serious about spending time with you. We need to be serious about praying for our families. We need to be serious about asking you for help in our homes. So God, we ask you for hearts that follow you, that burn for you, hearts that burn for your word. God, help us to have hearts that burn for you and your word. God, help us to be women who walk by faith and know that you are going to equip us to raise these children up in this crooked generation, God. I pray that these women would follow you and that their children would follow you. You would give them godly friends. You would give them every single thing that they need this semester, that you would protect them from the wrong friends, God, that you would give them everything they need. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for watching. If you have a friend that you think would like this video in this group, please tag them in it. I love you. I'm praying for you. I hope you have a great day. Bye. God is with you.